0: Pasa Mufasa. Welcome to the MyCopreneur Podcast. This is a podcast about people solving problems with mushrooms. I'm your host, Dennis Walker. Let's get down to business. Okay, Pasa Mufasa, what's up everybody? We've got Nick Gay from Usea Labs back on the podcast. What's up? How you doing, Mr. Big Tincture? Oh, doing great, how are you today, Dennis? I'm doing lovely, and I'm looking forward to seeing the Usia fountain in action right now. I know that you've sent me a few videos, but this will be the first time I've had an opportunity to see how it actually works. Now, go ahead and give us a little intel on what the Usia fountain is and why somebody might wanna use it to create their own extractions, essences, and pure flavors.
1: Yeah, so our machine, it utilizes subcritical CO2, which means that it is cold, dense, liquid CO2. And what that does is it extracts the aromatics and desired compounds from different botanicals and plants. And then also sometimes fungi as well. And so all your CO2 is supplied by a standard SodaStream tank and that goes in the back here. Start the the machine. You will load this chamber with your botanicals or polisanto wood, and then you will screw on the top. On the touchscreen here, you hit start, and then at that time you can walk away. the The system is fully automated, and once you come back, your oil
0: comes out of this here How long is the total process from when I put in my raw botanical or fungal material until I get the output? Totally. So
1: it's as short as a few hours um, and then uh, up to as long as you want but typically about 8 to 12 hours uh, for, for most botanicals. Um, but with that said that doesn't mean you have to be here doing anything. you know I'll typically start the machine in the morning, harvest before I leave work. Uh, do a run throughout the evening harvest in the morning again uh, so it's it's a very quick easy process and and really all you have to do is we'll actually start the machine right now place your botanicals in this chamber here
0: Oh baby you know I just had an espresso machine that I picked up I feel like this in the espresso machine might be nice little one-two punch to have on my on my shelf at home oh yeah.
1: And speaking of espresso, um, what you can actually do if you're a little sensitive to caffeine like I am, because I'm already jittery and all over the place, you can actually decaffeinate your favorite coffee using this system here. Hell yeah. Decaffeinated coffee will be in this side. And then on this side, you will get out a coffee, essential oil, and pure caffeine.
0: Oh yeah, what are some examples of other extractions and processes that you can run with the Usia fountain?
1: Lavender, rosemary, sage. Soap? It's Soap, exactly. Mm. Exactly, that soap there was actually a uh, juniper, rosemary, and nutmeg.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: <sighs> and you can also do things like that you wouldn't typically think of, like a black pepper turmeric oil that you can then mix with olive oil and as a
0: salad dressing. Let's go. What are some of the other products that you've made? I see that, you know, you've got the soap, you're doing the Palo Santo, but I think you had mentioned to me at one point you could even use this to extract cacao, right? Make a cacao extraction. A hundred percent, yeah.
1: And, you know it's a very regional thing like like there's certain flowers in different regions and and places like that like uh, so you can extract fresh flowers as well to get floral essences Um, yeah cacao to make a a really concentrated cacao extract that you could then put into uh, mocktails, cocktails, this that the other thing and then also just like herbal remedies like uh, a salve to help you with your pain that you may have or or tincture, or or other said um, herbs that are
0: legal in certain states as well. That's very important intel right there. So a question, let's say that I've got a farmer's market set up. Is the Oosia fountain something I could use to add a line of tinctures or extractions to my farmer's market table? A hundred percent.
1: Because the oil is so concentrated, a very small amount goes a long way. So for example, with lavender, you could, with just one cycle in the machine, you could make, uh, I would say, probably 10 uh four ounce lavender lotions or six bars of soap, you know, and that would be every single day. And and that's also with botanicals that you can grow in your own garden at home. So you know, you know what's in it. You know it doesn't have funky stuff. So
0: it's a really fun thing. So that seems like even after a few cycles or something like that, a micropreneur or someone who's got a side hustle, it could pay for itself. Obviously, plenty of people are just gonna wanna have this as a hobbyist just because it's a really cool product, but it could functionally fit into a small business repertoire.
1: 100%,
0: yeah, and and with a pretty low
1: entry cost, and right now for our pre-sale we're doing $100 down and then $37 a month for 21 months, making it very approachable, easy to do. I mean, you know, I pay $24 a month so I can watch HBO Max and watch Last of Us, and then Netflix, so it's, you know.
0: (laughs) Let's hear some feedback that you've gotten because there are people who are out there who, of course, this is a prototype right now. You guys, this is a a pre-sale. We want to be very clear about that, but you do have a functioning prototype, so what is some of the feedback that you've gotten from people who have used this machine?
1: Totally, yeah. Everyone's really, really excited, especially our um, past customers who've bought the the more lab grade industrial models. They're now seeing that, and and their eyes are opening up to new fiscal opportunities per se. And then also people who like couldn't necessarily approach to the price point of those lab grade models are are you know looping back around, and they're like, oh, okay, I could have the same machine that that uh, is
0: in universities and colleges and things like that. And you've been in the extraction game for a while. You guys are not new to this, so can you talk a little bit about some of the USIA background with extraction and manufacturing extraction equipment?
1: You know, all of us come from an extraction background with some engineering as well. Our engineer actually used to work for LG, so doing big time stuff. But really, extraction is our passion and just getting good flavors compounds you know we like to make sweet cocktails uh we like to have fun you know so uh that's the biggest part of it but um yeah we all come from extraction manufacturing background, specifically in that botanical that has certain legality in those states and so we had a lot of success there and we wanted to bring the ability to do that to everyone at home.
0: Most definitely. And when's the actual timeline to launch? Like, if people are going to want to put down and sign up for the pre-sale of this project, when can we actually expect Usea Fountains to hit the shelves or to arrive when people order them?
1: Totally. Yeah, at the latest, they're going to be shipping out March 2024. But with that said, we are doing our best to move that timeline up if we can. But that's going to be when those first machines ship for sure.
0: Hell yeah. So do you have any frequently asked questions that people ask you when you're on a call with them and they want to know more about the Usea fountain? What are some practical considerations to bear in mind for someone who's considering picking one of these up?
1: Yeah, definitely. I I think the big one is power. Because that's always, you know, a lot of things consume a lot of power. It uses uh, standard power, just plugs in straight into the wall. With that said, we also can switch so that you can use it in Europe. That just comes with a different cord. So if you are overseas, we can do that as well. And then the other big one is the size. Uh, So it's a foot wide, foot deep, uh, I think about 16 inches tall. So it fits under your standard countertop no matter what and then as far as the noise and things like that uh there's one running right behind me now and you know you could barely hear it it's just a little fan
0: yeah that's super clutch so i've been thinking about the Uzia fountain in terms of medicinal and botanical extractions, but it sounds like it's equally valuable, if not more valuable for a a chef or for a cook. So can you talk about maybe some of the other flavor admixtures and opportunities that you could use the USIA fountain for in a culinary capacity? 100%, yeah.
1: You know, a big one, a, a really easy one, obviously is salad dressings, just infusing in olive oil. You can also use like rosemary extract is a preservative a natural preservative so you if you're making say cookies or you have a bakery you're making granola what whatnot you can add uh, as small as 0.1 percent of that rosemary extract and it expands the shelf life of your product and then also just like really awesome cocktails that you wouldn't think of like we will make like a a lavender lemonade or there's actually oh this is amazing i don't know if you've ever had cardamom Mm, of course but i make this cardamom extract and you put that in a beverage, oh, it's delicious. Or in an icing, like a cream cheese icing on a cupcake with cardamom and black pepper in it, oh yeah. Booyah, right <laughs>
0: on. So there's also a huge essential oils market worldwide. DoTerra is one of the big players, obviously. They're the one that immediately comes to top of mind. What kind of essential oils can you make with this? And is that process any different from making the flavors or the aromas?
1: Yeah, same process. And those things can kind of be used interchangeably. So, you know, your, your rosemary extract could go into a soap or a lotion or something like that as well. But some of the kind of cool essential oils that you could make are like neroli, um, cardamom, uh, I, I did uh, pine tips the other day, um, so, like, you know, things that, like, oh, you're hiking, you s- s- see something that smells good, grab that, dry it out, run it through the machine, you have the essence of that, that plant. Um, so, every Christmas, I will take a snip- snippet of the Christmas tree and dry that out. So, I've bottled up 2021, 2022, and soon to be 2023 Christmas, uh, which is pretty pretty comical. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Now, how many of these units are you projecting that you're going to be manufacturing and selling?
1: So our first manufacturing run, we're going to be releasing 200 units. But then after that, we already have a contract manufacturer lined up so that we can produce in in large, large volume. And then also uh, distribute the machine overseas uh, to different countries um, and hit many different markets because you can hit anywhere from your counterculture market all the way to essential oils and everywhere in between.
0: Yeah, I'm headed over to Europe this week and there's a bunch of witchy folks I know over there who are, you know, living around Glastonbury in England and living in all kinds of cool places really, but that I think this might be a beneficial extractor for them, right? And like It just seems like it's a streamlined process, right? You have a touch screen, everything is automated, and you don't have to be constantly tending to the alembic like we did back in the 12th century when somebody wanted to make an extract.
1: Exactly, yeah. And then also, um, so this is where the, the oil actually comes out. Um, So every machine comes with one of these. It has all these different measurements on it. And that way, when you're doing recipes and things like that, you already have a nice measuring cup. Um, But with that said, if you are wanting to store your extract, you could also fit a standard uh, jar that we're going to have available on our website straight in there as well. Yeah,
0: and you designed this specifically for the home cultivator, I understand. It's for people who aren't necessarily looking to get into the industrial scale, expensive equipment, but they still want to be able to create their own extractions and flavors and aromas. Can you talk a little bit more about who specifically? What is the target market that you designed this product for? Who is the target market?
1: uh, Really, it's a big target market, but personally, the reason I love it is because I'm a big gardener. Um, You know, I grow a bunch of plants all the time, and being able to save those flavors and aromas for the winter, because we're here in Colorado, so we don't get to garden in the winter unless you got an indoor deal going on. Um, But so I'll extract basil, so I have basil oil all winter long, or garlic for for different stews and things like that. Um, And then also just like nice smell good, make you feel great. Products such as the the Palo Santo to clear the clear the air.
0: Yeah, what's up with that Palo Santo? Are you doing some kind of like ceremony? Can I come?
1: <laughs> oh yes, you and I will definitely send you uh, one of these samples there,
0: Dennis. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Palo Santo, for those that aren't familiar, I believe is a kind of wood and it's quite frequently used. I know specifically down in the Amazon, a lot of indigenous tribes will use Palo Santo, but also really all over the planet now. But that's a pretty commonplace component of a lot of ceremonies that are done uh, and rituals and whatnot. And also just a feel good scent, right? An aromatic. You don't need to be doing a full send into the cosmos in order to enjoy Palo Santo.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, man. So what does the day look like for you over there? Let's hear a little bit about USIA and the company. We've got the USIA fountain here, uh, but it's a small team, right? And can you tell us a little bit about the backstory of the company?
1: Um, yeah. So um, we all kind of came together from different realms uh, after the pandemic. Uh, so I was actually living in Oakland and I moved back here and then I met up with these guys. And it's been it's been love ever since, man. Um, but yeah, on our typical day-to-day, you know, I'll wear, uh, I don't know, about 15 hats or something like that um, and then run the Instagram page, do answer emails, um, yell at part vendors for not getting me the parts on time. You know who you are. Uh, <laughs> and, and yeah, really just handling pretty much every aspect of, of running a business. But uh, with that said, you know, we have a lot of fun uh, if we can, you know. If we if we have all our work done and there's a really good ski day, we'll go skiing. You know what I mean? So so we are, you know, real down to earth humans. Um, and I'm sure those of you who've met us or agree with that and we'll have a drink sometime.
0: Yeah, I I barely recognize you. Last time you had a cowboy hat and a handlebar mustache. So I had to do a double take. But of course, we did a podcast. We've done two. This is kind of the third. We did one in February around then and one sometime in the last few months where you you went all out for the role for the satirical bit we did. Now, an idea just occurred to me. So let's say somebody owns a small restaurant or a coffee shop. Is this Usia Fountain something that you could see fitting into the kitchen for a small business owner and a restaurant owner
1: a hundred percent yeah you if you have a a a niche cocktail bar or a really good like especially the coffee shops because you could literally be take you know this blend of coffee and decaffeinate it for someone within a day um so it could definitely be a, a kind of like an old school soda fountain right uh where you choose your flavor you extract those flavors come back the next day and oh here's your product Or let's say you're a masseuse, you could make custom blends of of massage oils and things like that based on your client's needs. Um, Yeah, really a lot of uses, even more so than just for your at-home enthusiasts. Uh, Yeah, if you have a small business or something like that, this could be something that could really change the game for you.
0: Amazing. So I hadn't even considered the masseuse, but I'm sure you've had these discussions. What are some other use cases where somebody wants to look to expand their offering, whatever they're doing, be they a masseuse or a cocktail barista, uh, a coffee barista or a cocktail designer? Like, what are some other use cases for the Usia fountain?
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. I get a lot of inquiries into like, oh, hey, have you ever run this? And I'm like, uh, no, I guess I haven't. Um, but so like in the perfumery world, I haven't run this yet, but it's called consortium and it comes from a beaver's anal gland. And it's used in almost every perfume or cologne out there. So <laughs> so there's some weird things, too, you know?
0: <laughs> this is going to be a risky Google, Nick, but I'm up to the task. I definitely need to know more about the consortium. And if this is just a long con on me, then kudos to you. So I think of a few people based in Denver right now that come to mind that are probably going to be listening to this because I'm going to send you the episode, but Zach Kaiser, I think this would be a great product for you, uh, also a friend of our mutual friend Gary Hefferly, fresh from the farm fungi shout out there's a lot of great people in a state where, as we mentioned, certain botanical products are legal right now and probably would you know be hugely beneficial to have this on hand or at least you know be able to to have this on deck but I think there's a lot of other people that would find use with this so Uh, I I certainly think that more massage oil would be a useful thing to contribute to the world.
1: Oh yeah, we we all need a massage, man. The past few years we've had, geez.
0: (laughs) Geez, for real, for real. What is a crowd favorite of the different Outputs that you can create with the usia fountain. What's something that everybody can use? You know, not everybody's gonna get into essential oils or you know uh, Extracting cacao, but is there anything you can think of that is just like super accessible that everybody you know crowd favorite with this machine?
1: Yeah, totally. So my personal favorite is lavender um, But you know what is available most times in, in many many states and grows kind of like a weed is rosemary and rosemary oil is is amazing Um, but with that all said, you know, if you do live in New York city, you don't have a bunch of botanicals around you, um, before our machines ship out, uh, we are going to have botanicals available on our website, um, and like a subscription box so that you can get these different botanicals and blends and things like that, that you may not be able to, to harvest, like say a sandalwood or, or a vanilla bean, something like that. Um, so that is going to be available as well.
0: Fantastic. That's what I wanted to hear. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. What a deal. So one more question. I think I have one or two more questions. Let's say that I want to create a standardized botanical extraction. Now that could be oregano. It could be something that's very similar to oregano and, you know, very leafy and green. Am I able to control the exact dosage? So, you know, because I myself like to have control over that. Am I able to create An extract that is specifically reliably five milligrams of oregano content or whatever it is
1: yeah so you you're not going to be able to control it a hundred percent without analytical testing but you will have a better idea about um, because your typical oregano extract will be anywhere from it'll it'll be about 60 to 85 percent oregano content uh, right So that would tell you how strong it is per gram as opposed to just having the raw botanical that's kind of a a shot in the dark of of what it is.
0: Super important, I love to have creative control and to know what I'm putting in my body. Yeah man, anything else you wanna bring up for the audience? We've already seen how it works. We've got some pretty clear indications of use cases. We've heard about the background of the company, a little bit about the projected trajectory of the company. Any parting shots you have for the audience?
1: I mean, really just like if anyone has any questions, you can always reach out to, um, it, it'll be me answering on Instagram. You could just shoot me a DM or you could email info at ausialabs.com um, and shoot us an email and ask us any questions you may have. And, and you know, I'm always here to, to chat.
0: Hell yeah. Well, thanks for coming back on, Nick. And next time I see you, I hope you have the handlebar mustache back because, you know, maybe you could even make some mustache or beard oil. That's another one that, you know, I've got a barber who likes to have beard oils. This might be useful for him as well for me. A
1: hundred percent. Yeah. Palo Santo
0: Douglas fir sandalwood beard oil. Yo, so you also have some extract that comes from black pepper right now, which is some really high level alchemy. Can you show the people what you got?
1: Yes, so that is um, crystallized piperine, Um, and so that I just... You could do this same process at home by extracting black pepper, and then combining vinegar and alcohol in equal parts, letting it sit in a cool dark place uh, for about a week, and then you'll get that crystallization happening, and then you filter out the alcohol and the vinegar, and let it sit open for a little bit, and then you're good to go.
0: And what are some of the benefits of having this crystalline piperine, which I'm sure I butcher the name, but you know, forgive me.
1: So um, piperine, it, it inter- it basically what it does is it makes certain compounds more bioavailable. Um, so suspe- specifically curcumin in turmeric, in supplements they'll typically combine black pepper and turmeric, and the reason behind that is because the piperine, allows the curcumin to go through your mucous mem- membranes. Um, and with that said, uh, you, know, you could also combine this piperine with other compounds and make it more bioavailable.
0: Fantastic. Now, if I'm a biohacker, because I consider myself a biohacker, what are some of these other hacks that I can implement the USIA fountain to achieve in order to level up my intake of really pure and bioavailable natural ingredients?
1: Totally, yeah. So black pepper, turmeric, that combo, uh, you can have a, a really pure extract of that then, that you could then put into other products and tinctures. Um, you could also extract uh, Tulsi basil, which is an adaptogen, um, and things like chamomile to, to calm you down after you've been taking too much, too much brain goop all day. Um, you could extract pure caffeine to get you back up. Um, and then there's all sorts of other, other mushrooms and botanicals out there that in certain combinations you could extract that, get out the pure, pure, pure compounds uh, for mer- medicinal use.
0: You know, I was, at, I was at a party with a bunch of Silicon Valley tech magnets one time, and they always have really cool compounds that most people have never heard of. And that was the first time I ever saw somebody snort caffeine. And it sure <laughs> looked like something else, but plenty of people were doing it who don't do other things. And they're like, Oh, this is just extracted caffeine. I had never seen anything like that before. Is that something you could potentially do is like extract caffeine and be able to consume it in another way besides just drinking it? A hundred percent. Yeah.
1: So caffeine, I don't have any with me, but, um, you, you, you would get out a crystalline substance kind of like this, but it'd be white. Um, and then you could do like kind of freaky things like, uh, extract maestration from nutmeg, uh, go for a strange long trip
0: but <laughs> I'm trying to party with